Before we get to the positive news, Tim, do you want to tell everyone about our spring drive? Yes, man. We decided to do a trash tag challenge at Wiley Post Park on March 14th, 2020. We are beyond excited. We did this last year. It went really well. And this year, not only is everybody that participated last year excited about it, we have more people coming that are wanting to volunteer. So if you want to volunteer, pay attention to our Facebook page. We will have more information to come. Absolutely. What time is it going to be, Tim? 9 a.m. Absolutely. And if you, you're not in Oklahoma City, but you want to help us give back, follow us on our Patreon. All that money is going to our community drives, and you can tell us what you want us to do for our summer drive. But let's get to the positive news. Uh, what's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. I'm JP. That's Tim. Tim, how are you? Doing amazing, sir. How are you? I'm doing inspirational. I'm feeling inspirational. Ha. Not editing that out. Because it's Inspirational Friday with The Positive Truth Podcast. We talk about a couple inspirational stories to inspire you throughout your weekend and your next week. Before we get to that, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on our Patreon, where all of that money goes for community drives, like the one we're doing March 14th here in Oklahoma City, where we're cleaning up a park. Because, you know, less trash is always better. If you're in Oklahoma City, please come out. Feel free to join us. We'll be out there at 9 a.m. Wiley Post Park. We also have the Facebook and an Instagram, where we're posting stuff at least three times a week, or Tim is. Isn't that right, Tim Tim? Yes, sir. Speaking of that, do you have an inspirational story for us? Dude, I absolutely do. So I have a man by the name of Trevor Thompson. He is from Florida, Orange Park tattoo artist specifically. So this man right here, whenever he was in prison, he ended up getting all kind of tattoos. He ended up shaving his head bald and became a skinhead. Now, when I say skinhead, I mean he hung out with a bunch of bald-headed men in prison to survive. And that's what a lot of people do in jail. They hang out with certain groups of people with, that are certain races of their own so they can survive. And that's exactly what he did. And when he got out of jail, he realized, I need to start changing some things. But it wasn't until he actually had a child that he realized it's time to get rid of these tattoos. And it's time to start making some changes in my life for real. So what he decided to do was get rid of all of his racist tattoos, all of his hate tattoos. He doesn't want to do it at all. And he decided to become a tattoo artist himself. So he covers up his own tattoos with his own art. And on top of that, he's actually for free, man, for free, removing tattoos, hate tattoos on other people. And I actually have this cool video. And they did an interview with him. Fox Channel 30 in Jacksonville, Florida did an interview with him, removing a tattoo from one of his latest clients. And it's pretty awesome because his client got a tattoo when he was 15 years old, a hate tattoo with his friends. And there's a lot of people out there that have gotten hate tattoos while they were in jail, gotten hate tattoos when they were young and just didn't know any better. And they continue to walk around with them. And when you walk around with them, it also brings a bad clientele with it sometimes because it brings some of those other skinheads that are still a part of that life to you. So getting rid of them, it's something that is just mandatory, it seems like, in Trevor Thompson's life. So the fact that he's helping other people do something with his gift, like get rid of these tattoos with his gift, is just an awesome, uplifting story to myself, man. Absolutely. So I have two questions for you, Tim Tim. Yes, sir. So you just had a kid a year and a half ago. Wow, Tim. She's getting old fast. Gosh, 20 months. How? 
So for Trevor, that was his inspiration to stop living such a hateful life. What has Layla done that has been, because of her, has been positive on your life? Man, I honestly know I have to start living a purposeful life. Um, with her, it was like one of those things that immediately you know this freestyle, taking chances, kind of trying to figure stuff out has to stop. Like, I need to quit trying to experiment and do what actually makes me happy because honestly, if I'm not happy, Layla's not going to get the best of me. And I want to be the best father I can to her. So, yeah, man, it definitely made me want to live a purposeful life. And I feel like it did the same for Trevor because right now he's out here changing the world for the better. And he's not in jail anymore and he has a successful business. Do Sabes. Speaking of that, so he took his skill to stop spreading hate and spread love. How are you going to take some of your skills to stop spreading hate, stop doing hate and spreading love, Tim? Man, by continually talking to you, man, three to four times a week like I do, man. I love doing the positive truth. I love spreading these positive news stories. I, You know why I love it so much? It's kind of funny because this morning I had a conversation to back that the world is dying. There's plastic everywhere. And I was like, look, man, there's people doing something about it every day. And it was because of this podcast. So that's exactly what I'm doing with my life to help change for the better. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before we get to our mile inspirational story for this friday we like to pause halfway through and do audio meditation it's where me and tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stress of life we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives we encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well so tim what are you grateful for man i am grateful for eating right so i've been getting yelled at for not eating breakfast and i'm forcing myself to eat three meals a day and after three days of doing this I have so much more energy, man. It's weird, and I'm actually sleeping a little bit better. <laughs> Shout out to Edna. I am clapping silently. Great job, Edna. 10 out of 10. Dude, Ed, I know this is the positive truth, but Edna got violent and was like, yo, if you don't eat something, then I'm just going to have to hurt you because I would rather hurt you than you hurt yourself. <laughs> I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. We do not encourage violence here at The Positive Truth. We also do not question Edna here at The Positive Truth. Facts. <laughs> so, yeah. Shout out. I'm glad you've come over to the Three Meals community, Tim. Man, I'm a gain weight. I'm going to be up there with you on this no-carb diet. <laughs> well, small steps, Tim. Small steps. <laughs> <laughs> I like the positive energy, though. I'm grateful for laughing at yourself. So, so this, this dude came into my job and I thought he had a tie on, but the tie was inside of his collar and it was wrapped around. And I was just looking at this dude like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. And apparently <laughs> it's, it's called an ascot. It's like this thing, it's like a style or something. And so I'm running around like telling my coworkers, I'm like, yo, I got this table. It's got this crazy tie. Like, like I can't believe he's like came outside like that. And they all went and looked and they just made fun of me for like an hour. Dude, that's and, hilarious. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, that's, that is, it really is hilarious. So yeah, sometimes you got to laugh at yourself. Also, I got called different names. Like a customer came in and called me the wrong name. Like he thought I was another minority server and then I got made fun of for that. So yeah, I've been laughing at myself all week. It's good to be JP. <laughs> yeah, it could be a lot worse. That's why we do these segments. Also, this is a really good segue into my inspirational story. It's about Ooh. a woman named Uma. I like how on Monday, 
when I did People Improving the World, I did a story about a man in India. Now I'm doing a story about a woman in, in India. And Uma has some of the most positive outlook I've ever heard in my life. Her story is crazy. When she was young, she wanted to have a perfect marriage, but it didn't end up happening. When she was a child, she lived in a busy town in southern Indian state of Tamil Nadu. Again, I cannot pronounce, but... Hey, you tried. Exactly. And her father studied medicine for a year before her uncle asked him to drop out to come work on his farm. And so she always looked up to her father because he learned the basics and would use his knowledge to dress wounds, change dresses, treat fevers, and just use basic medicines. He was like the village doctor in the small rural community. He just loved food and eating. He liked helping people. So he would work on the farm and then... After he got off, he would go out in the village and just help people with their ailments. And Uma always looked up to her father. She's like, I want to be a doctor just like he is. It, she didn't realize because she was so young, he wasn't actually a doctor. Right. But Uma's mother hated that. And she was cheating on him, on her husband, so she left the family when Uma was eight. She, her mother gave her some firecrackers, some money to go buy firecrackers, and then she just never came back and so Uma had to take care of her three-year-old brother she had to learn how to cook and how to dress them and so what she would do is she would wake up at 5 a.m make breakfast and lunch and then whenever she got out of school in the evening she would take care of her brother and cook dinner because her father's cooking was so bad and her father was out helping people in the village whenever she was 18 she met someone whenever she was having all these dreams of the perfect marriage it's like I've seen a woman that looks just like you and she found out it was her mother. Her mother was in debt because the person she had been cheating with got into some bad business with some people. So her mother was like, you need to help me pay off my debt by getting an arranged marriage. And Uma, being the kind of person she was, was like, I don't really like this. But her mom kept convincing her. She said, it was that's culture around here. And so Uma gave in. And so she, that's the unhappy marriage part. I promise this gets so good, though, Tim. It's so good, I promise. So she found out she'd be Uma Preman. And the man she married, she ended up being his fourth wife, and he had tuberculosis. And so he spent most of his time in hospitals. And so they would never did anything physical. She basically just took care of him. And when she was in the hospital and he was asleep, they were in this big like city hospital and she would see poor people come in that had never been in a hospital before and they didn't know how to get proper medical treatment. They had no idea. So Uma set up a little stand and she would help them. She would speak their, their language, fill out forms for them, guide them to the right doctors. Sometimes she would just listen to their problems. And so when her arranged husband died seven years later, she saw it as a second chance at life. He left her enough money she didn't have to work anymore. So she didn't know what to do. So for a while, she just stayed there with this little medical information center and it would just help people there. And that's when she started her first medical information center by the hospital. Just the whole goal was just to help people. And so this was 97, right? And so she realized right. there's no real internet. She would send letters off to hospitals like, you need to help these people, these people, these people. And they would just ignore her. Like, who is this woman? trying to mess with our how we're doing things here 
And she was like, if I can travel around the country, collect data about treatments, hospitals, and places where people can go get free and subsidized treatment, I could save hundreds of people in India. So what she did is she would go around these hospitals and she would just be super persistent. She'd be like, there's a woman here that wants to meet, meet these doctors and talk to them and they would just ignore her. And she didn't care. She'd just come back every day, every day, every day, sometimes two, three times a day, helping people trying to talk to these doctors and setting up an information center outside. And eventually they would give in and talk to her. And at the time, India was really, had, they were focusing on kidney disease, people on dialysis, and people were scared to donate kidneys. So she was like, I'm gonna step up, I'm gonna donate my kidney to an old orphan. And then she would go around to these doctors and these people in the village, like, see, you can donate a kidney and help someone. And because of her, she started 26 information centers in India, she saved countless lives, and she's connected people of all, all over India to doctors that can help them. She saved literally thousands of lives. All Dude, that's people. awesome. She realized, she was like, I can't be a doctor like my father, but I can help people get the treatment they need. And so I'm going to take my second chance of life and help as many people as possible. And so, yeah, shout out to Uma. She's still doing this in 2020 helping people in India. Dude, man, like, she's amazing. I'm not even gonna lie. I just feel like, yeah, she may not be a doctor like her dad, but she thought her dad was, but she's helping people just like her dad. And that is beautiful, man. I love how it got negative and, and it flipped around and got even more positive, man. She saved so many people. I love that story. And still going. So shout out to Uma Freeman, a for Positive Truth Person of the Year. Before we get out of here, Tim, do you have a quote quote? Yeah, count your age by friends, not years. Count your life by smiles, not tears. John Lennon. I couldn't steal that one. <laughs> Bars, as Tim would say. <laughs> and we'll be back on Monday with some more people improving the world for the better. Till then, we're out. Stay positive.